I hate Christmas. Lainey tosses back a shot, surrounded by her two friends, Melissa and Angelica. Every year it's the same thing. I fight with my sister, my brother shows up last minute, and dad will start on his stories, all while mom bakes, cooks, and sings like nothing is wrong. <laughs> that just sounds like a normal Christmas to me. Nothing special. You don't get it. Her family's stories are ridiculous. Last time I went over, her father told me how he was a Navy SEAL who served in Vietnam. Did he serve? Mm, he was born in 1969, unless he was reincarnated immediately. My siblings go off on their lives. My sister's in some sort of competition with me. I never understood why, and my brother always does something shocking. And then there's me, single for the third Christmas running, same office job, it's going to be the same old... I know this guy. Lainey looked up at her sister Lucy. The antithesis of her existence. Bubbly, vibrant, and always the life of the party. He's an investment banker. <laughs> Christmas cookies! Thanks, Mom. Lainey contemplated shoving the cookies in Lucy's mouth. Where's Landon? <laughs> You know your brother, he'll be here. Hey, there's my girls. Lainey's father walked in, kissing her mother, not letting go of a half-empty bottle of wine, wearing a ridiculous Christmas sweater. I was just telling your mother about the time I flew us. Dad, you're a real estate agent. <laughs> oh, this, this, this was way back. <laughs> Shut up! I love this story. I'll be back. I need to get some cigarettes. I wish you wouldn't smoke. Lainey had plenty to say back. But all she could say was... Me too.
I still don't get why they're that bad. Angelica looked through the screen of the three-way call. Melissa shook her head at Angelica's innocence. It was embarrassing growing up. I'll never forget when I was in elementary school and we had our parents come in. (laughs) My dad stood in front of my class wearing a space suit. I don't know where he got it, but after that, the kids started calling me Imaginary Laney, back when I used to believe him, defending him. While Lucy stole every boyfriend Laney ever had growing up. And don't forget Landon. Too bad he's so hot. Melissa, they can't be that bad. It's true. But why too bad? Because he's self-aware. He never tried at anything. Things just worked out for him. They always do. Laney stood in front of a snowbank, holding up the phone to the sky. Laney could barely grasp how quiet and peaceful this moment was. With the snow gently falling down, no one else around. The street just to herself. I just get so frustrated around them. Here's the real world, and here's them. This bubble of reality where there's no logic, no sense. But no one cares. It's entertaining. It all works out. Laney looks up, seeing the gas station. The flickering lights contrast against the darkness, glowing, reflecting lights across the clean sheen of the snow. Baby doll, what's that? Laney looks back at the phone. Angelica is sitting up, pointing. Laney's head follows her hand, focusing on a snowman. She walks up to it slowly. The face was contorted. Coal or rocks in the wrong place. Laney couldn't tell. Oh, poor snowman. You should fix him. Isn't this someone's property? He's by the sidewalk. I suppose it's not a big deal if I fix him up. Laney rearranges the rocks or coal. She pauses for a moment and looks up at the snowman quizzically. He needs a hat. A hat? Haven't you done enough? Laney looks around and saw a branch lying in the snow, with a strange-looking shrub sticking out of it. How about hair instead? How's that look? Oh, look, he's smiling. Creepy. Make a wish, like with Frosty. Don't be stupid. Why not? I'll make a wish. Oh, I know. About my family getting a taste of their own medicine. I wish all of their lies tonight became real. Oh, I wish I was at your house tonight. You're not just saying that because of Landon? Maybe he could lie on me. God, Mel. (laughs) It can't be. Is that Lainey? A man's voice, a familiar one, interrupts their conversation. Lainey looks up and sees Joseph, her best friend from high school. Except she could barely recognize him. Hello, handsome. Are you in heat or something? Ladies, I love you. I'm going to hang up now. Wait, wait, no, 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 don't. It really is you. 
I haven't seen you in ten years. You jackass! Lainey bends down and picks up a wad of snow and throws it at Joseph. It knocks him back. <laughs> he protests for a second. When Lainey picks up even more snow, he throws some back at her. Lainey seems unfazed, both of them standing covered in snow, melting on their face, eyes locked. Ten years, and you haven't changed in the least. You have, I barely recognize you. Lainey ran into Joseph's arms, hugging him tightly. You jerk. Joseph brushed some excess snow off Lainey's head. I'm taller than you now. Guess there's a bit to catch up on. You're damn right there is. Why are you here? Family's out of eggnog. Are you with your husband? No. I left him back at my apartment. <laughs> See, look. Felix the cat. My friends are taking turns watching him. He looks like a Felix. He won't get jealous if I walk with you. What Felix doesn't know won't hurt him. <laughs> Why are you out? I... Needed a break from your family already? You're not even trying, are you? Ten years feels like ten days. What happened to you? No one knows where you went. It's a long story. We'll catch up soon. Before Lainey knew it, she watched Joseph walk away. Looking at his number on her phone, trying not to look as happy as she felt. Then she saw it an expensive car parked in front of the house. Landon. Lainey didn't notice the shadow behind her. A snowman watching her walk into her parents' house. And that's when I chased him off. Lainey caught Landon mid-story, his arm around a very expensive-looking date. She was beautiful, almost inhumanely so. Lainey's father didn't seem to mind. Her mother, as always, just seemed happy and disconnected. Lainey! I want you to meet Maria. Ciao. Maria held her hand out. Lainey took it, and shook Maria's hand. Maria looked confused. You're supposed to kiss her hand. <laughs> I don't know where it's been. She doesn't speak English, does she? She doesn't speak English. Big surprise. Lainey! Don't be so culturally insensitive. Quanto ti ha pagato? Tu parli italiano? What did you say? Arabiato? Non padaria lui. Lainey shrugged and walked past Maria, her sister, and father. All except Maria, with their jaws agape in surprise. When did you learn Spanish? In high school, and that was Italian. I speak five languages, remember? I told you guys this plenty of times. I even went abroad! We're very proud of you. Why don't we go sit down for dinner? Did I upset? No, honey. Why don't we go sit down? Landon leads Maria, who gleefully smiles, still confused while Lucy walks into the next room, not looking back. 
Lainey's father put a hand on Lainey's shoulder. Hey, what took you so long getting home? <laughs> Remember Joseph? <laughs> Remember him? You two were inseparable. Always getting into trouble. If he's in town, you should invite him over for dinner. Why, so he can eat all of it? I don't know. He's probably busy with his family. <laughs> you talking about that Joe? <laughs> He's probably too busy stuffing his face to come over. Lucy, that's a horrible thing to say. I remember how he used to waddle around after you. Best friends with such a goofy... For your information, he was perfect back then. And if you have to know, he's... He's in shape. Actually, he's pretty good-looking. Maybe you should invite him over then. I have to see this. Lucy ran back in the room and grabbed Lainey's phone. Lainey dropped the phone after accidentally calling Joseph, his voice echoing off the ground while Lainey and Lucy looked down at the phone. That was fast. Hey, you wouldn't want to have dinner at my place, would you? Twenty minutes later, Joseph is sitting next to an embarrassed Lainey. Everyone is staring at him, except Maria, who looks helplessly lost and confused. Lainey, they haven't stopped staring since I walked in. And your sister's creeping me out. That's her seductive pose. Does that usually work? It did in high school. That's right. Loose Lucy. <laughs> Ow. Lainey pinched Joseph, trying not to laugh herself, making it harder on Joseph to stay composed. Man, you look so different. It reminds me of when I was a bodybuilder. <laughs> As Lainey goes to roll her eyes... She notices, out of the corner of her eye, her father looked slimmer. Turning her head, she saw he was broad-shouldered. The years of accumulated fat gone in an instant. Huge, bulging muscles stretching the sweater. No one bats an eye except Lanny. Where have you been these last ten years? I... You okay? You look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> I, I just had a stroke. Nothing to worry about. Please go on. I joined the army out of high school. I was tired of being the awkward fat kid. I did pretty well for a while. I went to college on the other side of the country, got married, became a journalist, got divorced, moved back here. Sort of lying low, figuring out the next step. You were married? Lainey, at this point, didn't know what to pay attention to. Her father's change or Joseph's sudden dropped bomb? Two years. Bad story. I, I just wasn't in love with her. I, I thought I was, but... Let's dig in already. Did you know Maria was a model? <laughs> I thought you paid for her. I didn't. She's my girlfriend. Tell them, honey. Tell them how crazy you are about me. I'm sorry I didn't tell you before. Joseph reached for Lainey's hand. Lainey, however, couldn't take her eyes off Maria's sudden change. Maria started leaning into Landon's arm. Ti amo, piccola. Yeah, uh, honey, <laughs> calm down. 
Ugh, you guys are so disgusting. Are you okay? I'm something right now. Oh, you mean about running off without telling me and getting married without inviting me? You'll have plenty of time making it up to me. We just have such a perfect family. No breeze. Laney waited, and nothing happened. Lucy, what have you been up to? I broke up with George. He was a total loser. I thought he'd left you. Tiamo. Maria drags her fingers up and down Landon's arm as he shrugs her off. Maria ignores him and keeps at it. What's gotten into you? For your information, I left him. He's a spineless, worthless sack of... He's begging me to come back since I left him. Lucy's phone buzzed. She looked down. Her face went pale. No phones at the table. Did I, um, ever tell you that I helped to design the first cell phone? Two things happened at once. The first thing was the house changed. Everyone's outfits changed. Even the food changed. The house wasn't a house. It was a mansion. Everything and everyone was fancy. A butler stood to the side of the table, waiting patiently. Before Lainey could, Lucy screams. Are you okay? No, I am not okay. I need a smoke. And the story goes, part one was written and directed by Justin Morton, produced by Sasha Bloor, edited by Geraldo, Justin Morton, and Sasha Bloor, with sound effects and music from Epidemic Sound. Starring EVH, Michelle Wallace, Jonah, E.S. Henry, Sasha Bloor, Inspirit, Joshua Presley, Alex Tracamo, and narrated by Christopher Dattley. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to follow our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash theradioverse. Alternatively, you can support the show by following us on Twitter at theradioverse. Thanks for listening. <laughs>